from WJFF Radio Catskill, this is Close to Home, the podcast that explores the people, issues, and institutions in the Catskill Mountains, the heart of small-town America. I'm your host, Leif Johansson. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I want to continue our conversation about higher education by talking about one of the most interesting experiments in higher education today, one that happens to be happening right here in New York, the Excelsior Scholarship. And this is a topic that I have become really interested in over the last few years. So I want to use this episode as a chance for us to take a romp through this really significant program together, because even if you're not actively thinking about going to college these days, chances are someone you know is. And here in New York, there is a good chance that the Excelsior Scholarship will impact their decision-making process. So I think my interest in this program has stemmed from the fact that conversations surrounding higher education in America today tend more and more to be moving in the direction of some iteration of tuition-free. This topic has taken center stage among debates between economists, politicians, and public policy advocates alike. And if you have watched pretty much any presidential debate in the last decade or so, you know that these free tuition debates are fierce. And there is no clear consensus that we've collectively reached as a country on this topic. And I think that's at least in part because to talk about the merits of government-sponsored tuition programs, we also have to have bigger, more difficult conversations about whether higher education is a right or private commodity, and if it's worth millions of tax dollars to expand college access with the idea that there are public benefits from having a greater share of the population graduating with four-year degrees, like more voter participation or more tax dollars paid back to the government as a result of higher incomes and a decreased reliance on social welfare benefits in the long run. Now, I am not going to insert myself into this argument, because it is deeply complex, and it's beyond the scope of this episode right now. The point is that tuition-free is an ongoing part of the American dialogue, and I don't think it's a conversation that will come to a close anytime soon. So with that said, New York State's Excelsior Scholarship is a really big deal. Because right now, New York State is the only state in the country with a full tuition guarantee for almost any in-state student who goes to a SUNY school with a four-year degree program. 
Lots of other states, including New York, have some form of full tuition guarantee for two-year programs, but we are really unique for having this for four-year institutions. Indiana and Washington State also have some form of four-year tuition-free programs, but to access either of them as a student, you have to decide to enroll in one of their state colleges while you are still in middle school. And then you go through a special high school program that then feeds you into a state school, and it's only for certain participating state schools in general. New York's program is much closer to the sort of Bernie Sanders utopic model of free college for all. So if you're from a household with an income of less than $125,000 a year and you live in New York State, you can go to any four-year SUNY school tuition-free. Now, for many parents and prospective students, that sounds awesome. And part of the reason I wanted to talk about this today is because it really is awesome, and I don't want to underestimate our program's significance. That said, even our national model for free college has a lot of problems baked into it. And that's the other reason I wanted to talk about this today. Because if we are going in the direction of free college, I think we need to be doing better for our students. So let's talk about what free college means exactly. So in the US, it doesn't mean free college. It means free tuition. And those two things are really different. For New York State residents attending New York State schools, the typical cost of tuition, as reported on the SUNY website this year, is $7,070. Now, the cost of room and board weighs in at about $14,540. So when we add in student fees, books and supplies, personal expenses and transportation, the total annual expenses outside of tuition to attend a SUNY school as estimated on the SUNY website come out to around $20,030, almost three times the cost of tuition. Scholarship programs like Excelsior only cover tuition, and that's great. To save $7,000 on college is awesome no matter how you slice it, but it is anything but free college. Now, I think there are ways to make Excelsior work better. But before we get into that, I want to talk about how the program currently works and some of its barriers to entry. So on top of the $125,000 or less household income requirement, there are a slew of student requirements to receive and maintain the Excelsior Scholarship. So first, they have to complete 30 credits per year. Now, that may not sound that daunting, but it means that if a college junior decides to apply for the scholarship for the first time in her junior year, and she is taking 30 credits this year, and she took 30 credits last year during her sophomore year, but she only took 28 credits during her first year, she is ineligible for the scholarship. As of 2015, less than 33% of four-year CUNY students would have met this threshold. And CUNY, by the way, is the City University of New York. And so both SUNY and CUNY students are eligible to receive the Excelsior Scholarship. So anyway, 
students also have to remain in New York State for the number of years after graduation that they received the scholarship for. So if they don't, the scholarship becomes a no-interest loan, and it must be paid back to the state. Third, they must maintain a minimum 3.0 GPA throughout college. Fourth, they must graduate in no more than two years for a two-year program and no more than four years for a four-year program. Fifth, they must be a U.S. citizen or lawful permanent resident. Sixth, they must live in New York State for a full year before applying for the scholarship. Now, all these restrictions end up disproportionately affecting low-income, part-time, or undocumented students and those facing housing or family instability. Another problem with Excelsior is that it is set up as what's called a last dollar aid program, as opposed to a first dollar aid program. And what does that mean? Well, the difference between first and last dollar aid is simple, but it is significant. So first dollar aid is committed to a student regardless of other funding that they might get for college. If you win a scholarship essay contest and the prize is $3,000 per year for all four years of college, you're going to get that $3,000 a year no matter what other need-based financial aid or merit scholarships you also get. So if you're from a low-income household in that event and federal Pell Grants or money from the New York State Tuition Assistance Program would already cover most of the cost of tuition, that $3,000 can help pay for room and board or whatever other costs you have associated with college. So then, as you can probably guess, last dollar aid is awarded after all other sources of funding for college have already been exhausted just to close the gap, as it were, in the cost of tuition. So the Excelsior Scholarship is a last dollar aid program. And that matters tremendously because before the Excelsior Scholarship existed, low-income students would get most, if not all, of their tuition covered by Pell and Tuition Assistance Program money, leaving them to cover the other associated costs of college or to live at home and commute to save money on room and board. So other students from families with household incomes above around $70,000 or so would have been ineligible for that federal and state assistance initially, meaning that they would usually have to pay for the associated costs of college plus tuition. And now what that setup did was to essentially give a leg up to students and families with fewer resources to spend on college. It was, at least to some extent, equitable. The Excelsior Scholarship makes the cost of college more equal across the board, but not equitable. Because as a last dollar aid program, that low income student still receives federal and state aid, 
which might cover 90% of their tuition, and the Excelsior Scholarship fills in that last 10%. But for students whose families make less than $125,000 a year, but enough so that federal and state tuition assistance aid only covers, say, 20%, the Excelsior Scholarship will fill close to the other 80% of the cost of tuition. So now, the student from a household making $30,000 a year and the student from the household making $124,000 a year have the same level of tuition aid and the same level of responsibility to essentially foot the rest of the bill. It takes away that leg up that we were previously giving to students who needed it the most. And of course, that is not to say that students from upper-middle-income families couldn't use the aid. Of course they can. But it is a whole different story for kids coming from families who are struggling to put food on the table. The other issue with both Excelsior and other states' major scholarship programs is that you don't receive aid just because you enroll in a SUNY or a CUNY school. You have to apply for it separately, and it's in addition to submitting other financial aid documents that you'd be submitting anyway to go to college. And it is a lengthy, complicated process. If you know you qualify for Excelsior and you want to apply for it, you'll have to submit the FAFSA, or the Federal Application for Student Aid. You'll have to apply for the New York State Tuition Assistance Program, submit a student aid report, attach an official transcript, include your parents' income tax returns, and you'll need to submit a separate application form for the Excelsior Scholarship itself. And lacking clear guidance from either the state or an education professional, there are a lot of families for which that is going to be a serious barrier to ever receiving the Excelsior Scholarship, particularly those families where the parents didn't go to college and have to go through the whole financial aid process themselves already. And I imagine that you don't know many 16-year-olds who would easily navigate through all of that paperwork. So at the end of the day, this might be widening the access gap between first-generation students and those whose parents and grandparents graduated from college. So with all of that in mind, I think we're left with a question how well is this program working? Well, in the 2019 to 2020 school year, about 32,000 students received the Excelsior Scholarship. When then-Governor Cuomo announced the Excelsior Scholarship in 2017, he said that more than 940,000 students qualified for it. And one of the major arguments for introducing the Excelsior Scholarship in the first place was that it would help reduce America's massive student debt problem. And at the time, Americans had already racked up more than a trillion dollars in student debt. In 2015, before the scholarship was introduced, the average student debt in New York was $29,320. As of 2021, four years into the Excelsior Scholarship, New York's average student debt is $35,638. And perhaps our student debt situation would have been worse without the Excelsior Scholarship. I don't know. But either way, it probably hasn't had the impact that we had hoped it would 
on the outlook for higher education in New York. this is not to say that the Excelsior Scholarship is not a major step towards achieving the free or nearly free college programs that many of our European counterparts offer. But it could also be better. The easiest fixes that could make a meaningful difference here might be as simple as making the scholarship application process shorter and clearer and offering more online guidance to submit an application along the way. Beyond that, it could potentially be more accessible if some of its eligibility requirements were rolled back, like the minimum credit requirement to receive the scholarship, or the mandate to complete college in no more than four years. And then looking further out, it could be far more impactful as a first dollar aid program where more of the funding is allocated towards families with the most need. Maybe so it can help cover room and board and other fees too. I am curious to see if other states will follow New York in developing various forms of free college and how those programs will look if they do. As with so many other issues, there probably isn't a silver bullet to solving the education access and equity problem, but we cannot afford to settle on one early program design and call it a day across the country. Our policymakers and education experts need to constantly look at the data on how these programs are performing and then be willing to get creative and try new designs if they're not working. That is how we get closer to having an education system that works for everyone. interested in learning more about the Excelsior Scholarship, including how to apply for it if you plan on attending a SUNY or CUNY school, I will leave a link to the New York State website about it in the description of this episode. I am Leif Johansson, and this is Close to Home, a podcast from WJFF Radio Catskill. As always, thanks for listening, stay safe, and have a great week. Excelsior, by the way, which is our state motto, translates from Latin to higher. If you know that, good job. You are a real New Yorker with a bunch of useless knowledge. Mm -hmm.